Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the Tennessee Star Report with Michael Patrick Leahy. Call and be heard. 615-737-9522 or 1-800-688-9522. 800-688-WLAC. Now, here's Michael Patrick Leahy. 7.06 a.m. broadcasting live from our studios on Music Row. In studio, the original All-Star panelist, Crom Carmichael. Crom, we were talking about this little uh, goodie that the uh, the Democrats dropped last night after they were forced to put the bill up when uh, Breitbart uh, released 2,700 pages of this bill unauthorized about an hour after Breitbart dropped that. Uh, Schumer put this 2,700-page bill out. $1.2 trillion. They claim it's going to help, but it's got all sorts of problems with it. They allow the feds to bypass by American rules cater to climate change with state mandate uh, carbon reduction programs, billions for border crossing, zero for the border wall. And wait, there's more, Crom. More spending. That's the key, isn't it? That's what we talked about. Yeah, and uh, what you're telling, you know, what you're reporting right now is is news to me uh, about the things you just the things mm-hmm. you just mentioned. So, so it's it's uh, it's really it's uh, I hope the Republicans stand against what now is coming out. And imagine imagine two businesses engaged in a giant contract, and one side was is is expected to sign the contract once it's written by the other side and they're not supposed to have time to read it. Yeah. That that would never happen in a private transaction. Uh but yet this is the way that this is the way that the uh, Democrats uh want to run our government. But I want to get back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. And that is not only this one point two trillion, but also this other this other bill that that is designed supposedly to help the uh, the help the middle class. Now we heard in the news here the here's here's the way this goes, right? So the the about ten Republicans have including Mitt Romney and the usual suspect, yeah. Lisa Murkowski have said, Yeah, we'll help this one point two trillion dollar <laughs> bill get passed, which includes some money for roads and bridges. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the queen of the House of Representatives, the dictatorial queen, has said, well, they can pass it, but we're not going to pass that bill alone. We've got to have this $3 trillion in addition passed, and then we'll send it back to them, and the Republicans won't be able to do anything about it. Well, um, I I think there's a real question whether or not Pelosi could... Whether or not, they, well, Pelosi's saying that the $3.5 trillion has to pass the Senate also before she will bring up the $1.2 trillion in the House. So if, if she would stick to her word, then mm-hmm. neither would end up passing. Mm-hmm. That would be my hope. But let's get back to, let's get back to something that's a little bit more theoretical, and that is <clears throat> that the Democrats claim they want to help the middle class and that that's what all of these entitlements are. But let's look at what happened in Britain, because Britain was ahead of us. When I say ahead of us, I don't mean I don't mean in the forefront in the sense of progress. I mean just ahead of us in terms of time. They passed a single payer health care system decades ago, and they said it would be affordable. Uh, right now, 
uh, uh, Britain is wanting to Boris Johnson, the so-called conservative. I emphasis on so-called. Well, but I mean, this is what happens. This is what happens when entitlements pass Mm -hmm. and there's not enough money to fund them because there never is enough money to fund them. By the way, just a little bit of a side germane to absolutely nothing other than it's kind of funny. Boris Johnson has the worst haircut in history. Well, Have you ever seen that guy? Well, it is. It's kind it, of unusual. It's, but it's, and it's he like, wears it that way on purpose. He wears it, Mister Mop Top. He does. He kind of does. He it does on it purpose. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But 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 what's the, the purpose? Uh, of? I have no idea. <laughs> but but here but here's the thing. I think that Boris Johnson is probably a pretty conservative guy, and he's looking at the reality of the situation, and all he can do is deal with deal with the circumstances as they exist at this time. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough money to fund their health care programs that they have made promises to the voters. And so he is calling for a 1% increase in the payroll tax on lower and middle income people. Now, he wants to raise it from 12%, which is where it is now. And this is the, this is the employee portion, mm-hmm. okay, to 13%. The employer portion is already 13.8%. So if you if he does it and you add those two together, 27 percent of a lower and middle income's pay will be will be taken from them to pay for the current expenses of health care. And these percentages are growing every year. They're growing because their population is aging. And and so this is the problem is there is that Britain is among the lower and middle income people. There is no private savings to speak of. And so they become more and more dependent on government in their in their later years. And so this is a warning to us. Yes, yes indeed. That's the US as well as us. Us. Isn't that clever? clever? You are so clever, Crumb. We'll have more when we come back. This is the Tennessee Star Report. I'm Michael Patrick Leahy. He's Crumb Carmichael. Welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report with your host, Michael Patrick Leahy. Crom, um, a little news from the sports world in the, the Olympics. Uh, I think you'll find this interesting. I suppose you could put this in the category of um, uh, evidence that uh, Joe Biden perhaps is right, that there needs to be more diversity uh, in American teams uh, and in American businesses, asterisk, uh, because uh, last night, um, the team that doesn't like America, the team that all the members are kneeling down in protest at the... Uh, well, uh, a lot of those. There's... Yeah. It's a basketball team does it. The women's soccer team does it. Megan Rapinoe, who really hates America, uh, is on that team. Last night, they lost a, a match uh, against Canada, 1-0. to zero. A tiny country to our north. Yeah. But apparently they had a better soccer team. And um, they beat our, you know, we hate America, uh, uh, kneeling against the the anthem women's soccer team led by Megan Rapinoe, one to zip. And that means that the women's soccer team is out of the gold medal round. Now, I'm looking at the picture of the women's soccer team, and it looks like there are like 22 members of the team. Three of them are African-American, two, and the, all the rest of them appear to be white. 
Okay. Well, so I guess that that means that they're well. The team the team is similar to our basketball team, which got beat by France. Yeah, but they're, um, they've got a shot at the gold medal round still. The basketball team they got beat by France, but they're still I think okay they still got a shot to. Beat. All right. Well, the, the women's soccer team's out. The women's soccer team is out. out, and they were more interested, and they become more interested. Uh, about politics, oh yeah, than they have being exceptional at uh, at soccer. Uh, so they, you know, and I, I think it's probably when you're when you have to focus on one or the other, um, you know, they they're kneeling. I don't know if you noticed or not, but it was they knelt to perfection. Yeah, they're, they're kneeling, very good they're at kneeling, kneeling, kneeling when the kneeling. American anthem was playing. Yeah, they were very yeah. very good at that, and so you not you, so good at playing soccer. No, that that but was that became I, that know. became that became secondary. Apparently, is to the yeah. to the uh, to the team, and so as a result, when you when you lose <clears throat> when you lose focus on mm-hmm. on winning the game, and um, this is this is what happens. Um, but uh, you know, Biden Biden himself, I'm sure, is very happy uh, that the women's soccer team. Was beaten by a uh, by a team from another country because more diversity because he se- yes he seems to be more interested in in how other countries are doing rather than how the citizens I, of his own. I'm country sure are Secretary doing. of State Blinken, Blinken, and Nod or Anthony Blinken uh, is is going to go and congratulate although, Canada for being well, here. Uh, well, although I I do think that the border between the United States and Canada is still closed. It is. I think that border is closed. Well, so. it, actually, Canadians cannot come into America unless they prove they've been vaccinated. Right. But if you come up to the southern border, yeah, if the Canadians want to get into the United they States, they have to go. They, they need to fly to, fly to Mexico, Me- fly to Mexico, and then walk across, then walk the, border, across the border, and then they'll be able to get. Yeah, in. yeah. So, and they won't have to show evidence of yeah, vaccination. Yeah, so. got a little, got a little bit of sarcasm here yes, this morning. Yeah, folks, on this segment. Yes. Well, let's get back, Michael, to what we were talking about earlier, and that is what seems to be going on in Washington, and that, and that, and and, and let me say this. I think that the purpose that the Democrat Party, I have maintained uh, all these all the time since I've been on your show, that the Democrat Party's main constituency is the government and those who are attached to the government, which is very similar to the way that the uh, uh, Communist Party of China yeah. operates. If mm-hmm. you're if you're in China and you are if part, you're a party member, if you're a party member or connected, and you are in good standing. Uh, which Jack Ma, by the way, is not in good standing. In eight months, Mr. Has, Alibaba. In in eight months, he's lost half of his wealth because he made one speech that uh, that the chairman did not like. So exactly what will end up happening to Jack Ma is a uh, is an open question. He has been seen. He has been seen, but we have no idea what else. He hadn't. We hadn't. He'd been seen, but not heard from. And uh, uh, he won't take interviews because he doesn't want to say something that could. That could take away the rest of his wealth, but but um, uh, but if you look at what what's happening here, um, the Federal Reserve, for example, um, uh, it has it has many hundreds of economists working for the Federal Reserve, and they have their their miss on their projections for inflation are are just uh, astounding and very very disheartening because it 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 shows to me because economists. Economists who look at data and look at it realistically, which is kind of what you were talking about when the, the human events fellow said, mm-hmm. Brad when, you, yeah, yeah. when you look at it, when you look at it um, uh, and, and you uh, you look at it realistically, there's there's no good way to think that all of this spending will not lead to higher prices. 
But the Federal Reserve economists have been predicting, oh, inflation will stay at 2% or 3%, and that we can continue these near zero interest rates. That seems utterly ludicrous. Well, if if these other bills pass Congress and you've got $5 trillion of additional spending, uh, then the next black swan event, the thing that happens suddenly, Mm -hmm. uh, will be a collapse in the credit markets. And this type of thing, because it's happened before. It's mm-hmm. not, I don't have to. I don't have to predict something that's never happened. I can just look historically mm-hmm. and see what's happened. And so I'm, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. But let's look at what the Democrats in Washington are saying they want to do. The Democrats want to wipe out student debt. Well, so so here's what they've done. Fifteen years ago, when Obama was president, uh, the the Democrats said, "Excuse me, it wasn't fifteen years? It was twelve years ago." It, uh, the Democrats uh, took took all student lending away from the banks and put it all in in federal federal government. So the federal government was the one issuing student loans. Mm-hmm. Now now some huge percentage of people on student loans are in default because they were given the right to go into default, but now they're continuing into default even though they're back with with a job. Well, interestingly enough, I think the official policy now, and it is till the end of the year, is nobody's paying on those loans right, right. now. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like one half of one percent. Yeah, are paying. Are paying. And, and the and but that's that's legal because of the temporary rules from COVID. Yeah, but but once you have, what well, I'm saying, once you have something that becomes legal and temporary, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden people look at it and say, well, let's just make this permanent. <clears throat> so rather than have them begin to pay pay the debts again, let's just wipe out the debt. Yeah. Then they don't have to pay anything. Well, then the problem is in what happens to the people who who actually paid for their own college. How do they feel? What happens to the next generation of people who are supposed to go to college? And if you have colleges that are paid for by the federal government, are they going to be run by the federal government? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then here's the other part that's kind of interesting, just so you can kind of see cause and effect. Um, the another thing that happened under COVID to begin with was people were given a so-called temporary reprieve on paying their rent. Yeah, and uh, and then landlords were supposed to be recompensated uh, by the federal government for the for the lack of uh, payment of rent, and also people were allowed to not pay their mortgage payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, but some people were allowed to not pay their mortgage mm-hmm. payments. And so that now continues to this to this day, is that there's over a million people who are who are legally not paying their mortgage payments. And there's and there's at least a million people who are na- who are not paying rent. Well here's what happens when the and the landlords now are getting paid. And so what you have is you have now you have the the demand for apartments is exploding compared to the supply because people who couldn't pay are still in their apartments rather than consolidating uh, and having people move in together to be able to afford to pay for something. They're still able to stay in their separate units. And so the rents for everybody else are going up at 10 to 15 percent a year right now. The price of housing is going up at more than 10% a year. One of the reasons that the price of housing is going up is that the federal government is subsidizing the mortgage payments. And uh, and so if you are in a house, good for you. Uh, your the value of your house is going up. If you'd like to buy a house, if you're if you're in the, if you're young, if you're under 30 and you don't own a house, the cost of housing is is exploding either either through your rent mm-hmm. or through the cost of trying to buy a house and so these are the unintended consequences or at least 
the the unintended consequences that uh, the people go gosh i didn't i didn't realize that at the time if you understand economics you you know that they're going to happen yes yes and so what i'm saying is is that these things are being done on purpose mm-hmm. uh by the by the democrat party because they want more and more people to be beholden to the government which increases the power of those who run the government mm-hmm. and it and it and it diminishes the power of of everybody else. And exactly. so if you, if you want if you want It's an intentional plan. Yes, it's an intentional plan. On that note, we'll take a break. When we come back, it will be the original star panelist Crom Carmichael. I'm Michael Patrick Leahy back after this. Welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report with your host, Michael Patrick Leahy. 7.33 a.m. broadcasting live from our studios on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Crime, you know, people are asking me about my training at the Shoot 270 ranges at the Nashville Glock Store here in Nashville. Michael, I get the same thing, and I, I really enjoy it when people ask me because I like to talk about it. Yeah, you know, I've never been to any other ranges. What's the difference between the National Glock Store, Shoot270.com, and others? Well, the the Glock Store has rooms, and and the other the competitors generally have lanes, where you where you stand at one end of uh, of a lane, and the target is at a whatever distance you want uh, from you, but it's straight ahead. In in the case of the Glock Store, they have rooms so that so that they can put targets to the left, to the right, and to the center. Uh, so that they can give you a, a range of options, and they also then they also have ways of doing of timing it, so that it makes it more of a more of a game while you are learning. They also have a huge selection of rental guns, including full auto. And you know, Lenny Miguel, my favorite entrepreneur, because he had the wisdom to understand that his business in San Diego, his headquarters in San Diego, he still has a store there. But the smart thing to do was to move his headquarters from San Diego, California, to Nashville, Tennessee. He saw that years ago. He's moved now. Yeah. Headquarters here in Nashville. Yeah. But, you know, again, you go from all these taxes and regulations mm-hmm. in California to, like, no state income tax in well, Tennessee well, and no regulation, yeah. limited regulation. Yeah, and the facility that he has out there. Oh, yeah, that's is great. Ab- I mean, it took him, over, took him over two years of construction, over two years of just the construction. You should just go and take a look yeah. at this. You had 1910 Airlane Drive. But Lanny told me, I could tell anyone who asked about training to say, the Tennessee Star Report, and they'll get 25% off their first training session and a free gun rental. It's just perfect for beginners. What's the website? The website is shoot270.com. Just go to shoot270.com and say, Tennessee Star Report, get 25% off your first training session and a free gun rental. Go to shoot270.com to book your time now. They'll have a lot of fun. They will. Crom, um, you know, one of our guests here, you kind of liked his last name, <laughs> professor of law at Columbia Law School, Philip Hamburger. Yes. Philip has written, uh, and he's a, an expert on uh, the the rise of the deep state, the mm-hmm. administrative state, and he's an, a champion of pushing back against that mm-hmm. and based, basing our actions on the Constitution. I note that he's written uh, an article uh, with Claire Morell for the Wall Street Journal 
on big tech and censorship. Yeah, and that was uh, July 31st. And when we interviewed him, which would have been a month or so ago. About a month ago. ago. Yeah. Uh, We also interviewed uh, Naomi Wolf. Now, Naomi Wolf uh, has, since we interviewed her, has actually even been canceled even more. And so this is going to be a very interesting, this very interesting lawsuit. The, the article that Philip Hamburger and Claire Morell have written in the Wall Street Journal uh, argues that, uh, that Facebook and Twitter and all of these giant tech companies are really more like common carriers. Because mm-hmm. a common carrier, by the way, can be a private company. In fact, they all are private mm-hmm. companies. But they still are regulated by the federal government. And, for example, Verizon cannot cancel your phone, your phone service if they disagree with what they think you're going to say on the phone. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. That's not allowed. That's good, because they would have canceled me a long time ago. Uh, and, and so <laughs> my point is they can't. They're not my carrier. They, they I'm can't. And I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm not sure. Yeah. And so, so, you have, uh, but, so you have these big tech companies that are essentially canceling their service mm-hmm. to people based on their political opinions. And it isn't based on whether or not they're right or wrong. It is truly based on their political opinions, and if the uh, and and that's why when you heard Jen Psaki uh, say that uh, that uh, that the administration is working with Facebook, working with Facebook, yeah, on misinformation. If you were to try, Naomi Wolf has said that you know she has tried to tried to put out the word <clears throat> on on the facts about COVID and immigration, and they cancel that. Now th- those are facts; those aren't. Those aren't uh, incorrect or misinformation. You know, the disinformation is incorrect. It's false information. Misinformation is is whatever I don't like. Right. That's and so that's and so so the question is going to be, and I think that Trump's lawsuit uh, is uh, and and the other thing that he's writing about, the Hamburger and uh, Claire Morella writing about, is uh, the state laws. They're focused on this article is focused on the state laws. That say that if you operate in our states, you cannot discriminate based on what people's opinions are, and um, and so so it'll be very very interesting to see how those lawsuits work because Florida's already passed that law, and but the courts have struck it down. Well, they hadn't gotten to the Supreme Court yet. Not the, no, but a, the, a court, a court has me, struck it down. Let me follow up on that. Okay, so. Here's what they said about that particular. Sure. They just, a, a district court struck it down. Right. Uh, but here's what they said, Philip Hamburger uh, said about that. Uh, quote, the recent court opinion questioning the Florida anti-censorship statute noted that in censoring some speech, the tech companies are choosing what speech they will convey from this. The court concluded that the company's platforms and services were more akin to newspapers than common carriers. But... Unlike a newspaper, these platforms and services are offered to the public for the conveyance of their speech. Unlike a newspaper, they serve the function of a common carrier. What is more, they enjoy market dominance. Yeah, and so and this is what Hamburger, this is what Hamburger told us when he was on the on our on our call. Now, but that was before that was before. Trump's lawsuit. Well, and before Florida. And before the Florida uh, yes. decision. Yes. And so the, the decision on the Florida law from the federal district. Yeah. Court. And yeah. so this will go, this will work its way up in the courts, and we'll find out. And I think ultimately it will end up in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court obviously takes very few cases. It'll be the Supreme Court probably in, 
in the 2022-23 session? I, I think it'll be sooner than that. You I think, think it'll be before the next... The uh, 2021-22 session? Yeah, I think it'll be... I think it'll... Yes, I think it'll be before the 22 election. Okay, so here's the problem. It's. I'll give you two words that okay. are a problem. The first word is John. No, no, the no. The second no. word is Roberts. No, this is this will be a very interesting court case. This will be an interesting I, I, court case. I'm projecting to the final well, decision. Well, this will be this will be. Do you think very, John Roberts will surprise us? Uh, I think the whole Supreme Court might surprise us, really? except except for maybe Sotomayor. Yeah, because okay. here's the difference. A, a, news, a newspaper a newspaper has its own opinions, mm-hmm. and it controls everything in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and everybody knows that. But in the case of Facebook, Facebook allows some people to express their opinions mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and disallows other people to mm-hmm. express their opinions just because they don't like the opinions. Well, that's not the same thing as a newspaper. And so and, and I think so I think the question will come down to are these are these entities more like common carriers or, or more like newspapers? And if they are if they are judged to be more like common carriers then they will lose their ability to censor. And they are censoring. Let's, oh, let's be very yeah, clear no what they're doing. That. They are censoring. If, 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 um, if, this, if they were censoring all black people from, from, uh, from conveying their opinions, uh, they, would be, they would be guilty under the Civil Rights Act. Right. Yes, violation of the They would be a violation of the Civil Rights Act. So now the question is, the question is, can they discriminate against people based on their opinion? Mm-hmm. Can they discriminate against a black person based on their that person's opinion? Like, could they cancel Ben Carson? If Ben Carson wrote an article about COVID, he's an eminent f- physician, uh, and, and what he would write uh, would, be enti- would likely be entirely accurate, but it would be different from what the Biden administration would want. Would Facebook have the right to uh, cancel him? So here's what I think about this, Crum. I think you're right. I think this ultimately, all of these these big tech lawsuits, ultimately, in one version or another, will go to the Supreme Court. Yes. There's no question about that. Yeah. What makes me nervous about that <laughs> is the tendency of the chief justice to make political rather than legal decisions. That's what makes me nervous. I, 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 I think that the, it may be the opinion may be a bit watered down, mm-hmm. but, but I, would be, I would be astounded if, if the Supreme Court ruled in favor of censorship. I, I mean, because that's what they would be. That's what they would be ruling in favor of. Well, they would be, they would be ruling in favor of censorship. I, I, I was astounded in 2012 mm-hmm. when the Supreme Court ruled in oh, favor but, yeah, but of you have Obamacare. Three, but you have three different justices on there now. Yeah. You have three different justices. And it's I've a, been it's disappointed a in all three of them. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, I, I, I am more, I, you, I am you, more optimistic, but, perhaps realistic. Maybe <laughs> we don't know. You listen to we, we listen. our, our yeah. friend Brett yeah, but I, I, I think that uh, I think it'll work its way up through the courts. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Right? Well, we're just thinking. Yeah, but, but right Philip now. Hamburger's article. Is a very very interesting one, this and Naomi Naomi Wolf, poor Naomi Wolf. Yeah, she is. She was a leftist, and she is. She's going to be in our camp. She's soon. a realist now. She is now a realist. <laughs> exactly. Right. We'll be back with Crom Carmichael. Uh, this is the Tennessee Star Report. I'm Michael Patrick Leahy.
Welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report with your host, Michael Patrick Lane. And welcome back to the Tennessee Star Report. It's 7.50 a.m., the last segment of our program here on Monday. That means it's time for News Potpourri. Michael. <laughs> Michael, yes. It is that time for the uh, for those items that have uh, that merit comment, but not a full segment. Uh, this, this one's interesting. Adam Kinzinger, one of my perhaps least favorite Republicans, he's right up there with... Uh, with Liz Cheney. I'm trying to figure out which is uh, which I like less. Yeah, I tell you, it's hard to pick. But anyway, anyway, he he was he was uh, selected by Nancy Pelosi to be on the committee. Now, the minority, Kevin McCarthy, didn't get to select his own members. Pelosi Pelosi picked not only the Democrat members of the January 6th committee, but also the Republican members. And, and so well, that that fits for the queen, you know, just, the evil dictator queen. I'm telling you what, it really is quite <laughs> something. But anyway, uh, he was on uh, he was on one of the Sunday programs, ABC's, uh, this week, and he said that he said that the the, the committee might even subpoena Kevin McCarthy. His own leader. It says this will be a thorough investigation for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, what it'll be is it'll be a very one-sided investigation. Whitewash. For sure. Another little item in the news here is that this is a a story uh, in in Primus uh, by Abigail Shearer. Now, let's tell you, Primus is a a monthly newsletter that comes from Hillsdale College. It's been out since 1950. turned out to be, it's free, but it's very, they're very effective fundraising oh, yeah. letter. Yeah, yeah. And uh but but she has um she's come out with an article and she actually wrote a book about this tra- transgender uh the transgender issue and, yeah. and she points out that <clears throat> that that uh, the transgender issues in a person generally start young and and they are and they are real. But if left alone, 70% of the and it only affects one tenth of 1% yeah, of, uh, excuse percent. me, one hundredth. One, it's point oh one percent. One one hundred. So it's one one hundredth of percent of the people. Uh, it's called gender dysphoria, uh, and uh, but seventy percent of the peop- of people who suffer from that, as young children, uh, grow out of it. In two thousand and seven, she points out that there was one pediatric gender clinic in the country. Today there are hundreds. Now the question is. How did it go from one to hundreds? And all you have to do is look at the insurance business and government payments uh, to see to see why it has grown. And if the and government's going to give money away for something, people are going to do it. People, there'll be the private private sector will uh, will open the clinics, and then they will perform. And then if they make more money by performing the the uh, the, the, the the medical service. Then, uh, then they'll, then they'll, they will recommend it at a at a much too early age. Exactly. Now, I got a couple of interesting stories. Let me just jump in here. Two stories. I'll just read the headlines at thestarnewsnetwork.com. Ohio Teachers Union says it wants mass guidelines quote based on science, but the city of Columbus public schools are requiring masks for all K twelve public schools, regardless of the science. How about that one? Well, let me let me jump in on that and and this is going to become a very very big political issue because because uh, Michael you and I have already recounted mm-hmm. on numerous occasions like 5 million times <laughs> that that masks that masks on young children is actually very very harmful mm-hmm. 
and uh, so they're talking about K through 12, and and in in your earlier earlier years, uh, forcing children to wear a mask all day is is bad for their health. I think it's child abuse myself. Well, it's, it's uh, I I would I would agree with that. I got another now, one quickly. Yes. Michigan, the state of Michigan has hired a new diversity, equity, and inclusion director. They're going to pay her one hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. Well, taxpayer money. There you go. I'm not going to say well spent, but spent. Spent. Now, you'll recall that California Representative Duncan Hunter yeah. <clears throat> pled guilty to a single count of felony for the misuse of campaign funds. Yep. Now, this show, we believe in equal treatment under the law. We now know that Eric Swalwell uh, has, been, has been caught spending over $20,000 of his campaign fund at a hotel where his wife works. Uh, a beautiful hotel, by the way. He also, the documents show that he has spent over $7,000 at D.C. restaurants, and he has spent over $10,000 in 26 trips in limousines. And so, so whether or not Eric Swalwell will be held to the same standards as Duncan Hunter is an open question. The, the minority report from the House of Representatives, this is in, uh, this is in the Washington Free Beacon, the, Washington, the, the minority report shows that Chinese scientists manipulated lethal viruses under unsafe conditions at the Wuhan Institute of Virology prior to the coronavirus outbreak. So, so if Republicans retake <clears throat> control of the House, you can bet that this will be a big issue uh, in uh, between 2022 and But it's 20- something that is apparently not seen nor heard by any Democrats. In the House. That's why I say that if it is, if the Republicans retake, it'll be, the House will be very different. Um, this is also interesting and to what you said earlier. In, uh, in Michigan, we have a representative, Elisa Stolkin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, has, refuses to say whether or not uh, her, uh, she, is, uh, she is in favor of critical race theory being taught in schools or not. She is in a swing district, and the, and the pressure is mounting. The problem is her, her chief aide, Mona Shard, Sh- Sh- Shand, in, uh, in Livingston County, is her self-described eyes and ears is now a she's on the board of the Livingston Diversity Council. Well, that's what you call a clue. Crom? Yes. We got through a lot of them. There's we a did. few more, but I we can't get to more that I didn't get. Crom, uh, you're going to be off for about a week or so. We'll miss you. Yes. But you'll come back. Yes, I will be. Ready to yes. go? Ready I will be off tomorrow, so I'll be back in on Tuesday. Uh, ben Cunningham will be sitting in for me tomorrow and Wednesday. I'll be back on Thursday. Up next, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. I hope you have a great day. This is the Tennessee Star Report. I'm Michael Patrick Leahy.